Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Tuesday vacation station food, wine, and travel show with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. That's a long word. Uh, but anyway, you can go to their website, ifwtwa.org. Every second Tuesday, we chat with destinations that are members. Every second Friday, we chat with travel writers about the destinations they've been to. And now every third Friday, we have a panel discussion with writers. So we're doing a lot in regards to food, wine, and travel with IFTWA. So it's super exciting. And today we're going back to Medford, which is in the heart of the Rogue Valley in Southern uh, Oregon. Beautiful region. Nancy and I were up there just briefly last year. And hopefully this year we'll get back again because it is gorgeous. It is home to Crater Lake National Park. After all these conversations we've had with TJ and Ashley um, over from uh, Travel Medford, uh, we finally got to Crater Lake and it was absolutely spectacular. So everyone go to travelmedford.org. We're excited to have TJ and Ashley back. Welcome, Ashley. How are you? Welcome back. So good. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having us. It's always good. And welcome back, TJ. How are you? Doing great. Happy to be here. Uh, always love talking Medford and the Rogue Valley. So uh, this is a great opportunity and, and love being on your show, Lisa. Oh, thank you. And hey, listen, I know there's a lot of sports going on, but I'm sorry, we're going to wine first because you know what? It's almost one o'clock where we are. So it's, <laughs> it's, you know, we're recording this on a Friday. It's noon. And as far as I'm concerned, that's it. Bring the wine. Mm -hmm. um, you guys have exquisite wines. Oregon is known for wine. But Ashley, am I right that I saw like Rogue Valley win all kinds of awards recently? I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, where is she now and what's she doing? But there's a lot <laughs> going on with wine. Yeah, we were just nominated for top five global wine region in the world, um, wow. obviously from Wine Enthusiast Magazine, which is a great honor for our region um, to be on in the top five ranks with Abruzzo, Italy and Argentina, Slow Coast, California um, and, and a few others. So it was a, a huge honor just to be nominated. We were just down uh, for the awards ceremony in San Francisco with Wine Enthusiasts, and we were so happy to see Abruzzo Italy uh, receive the top honor, And but to be present with them in that top five is huge for our Valley. Um, we've come so far in the last 20 years, uh, specifically in the wine industry. However, fun fact, the wine industry of Oregon actually did start in the Rogue Valley. Um, the first vineyard was planted in the Rogue Valley in Oregon, and the first licensed winery was in the Rogue Valley um, in the early 1900s. And that so winery- You guys actually, went rogue in the wine world. And said, we oh, went rogue, yeah. We, we're still going rogue. <laughs> and um, that winery is actually still in operation, Valley View. It was the very first winery um, in production in Oregon, and it is here in the Rogue Valley still. And you can go taste right now today. Oh, I love it. So, you know, when we talk about Oregon, I, I know a lot of people automatically think Pinot Noir. So let's talk about the kind of wines you have in Rogue Valley. And how many wineries do we, can we go to? Or is it mostly wine bars? What, what's the what's the experience like for all of us? Yeah, there's a huge um, spectrum of experience right now, which is great. We have wine bars, we have tasting rooms. Um, there is about 60 tasting rooms dotting the hills of our valley. Of course, wow. you know, our valley is not very big. Um, you know, we're 60 miles wide by 70 miles long. So with Medford being the center of, of, the, of the Rogue, 
you know, everything's about 20 minutes away, which is great. Um, and of course, anchored by Crater Lake to the north and Ashland to the south, just to give everyone perspective. And so we have about 60 tasting rooms and or wineries and or wine bars um, that you can visit dotting the hills of the valley. Um, but there are about 100 wine labels, um, meaning some wineries don't have tasting rooms, right? And they just sell um, direct to um, wholesale. Um, and, but we also have one of the things that sets us apart that really that really stood out to wine enthusiasts is the diversity of our varieties that we have here in the valley. Um, so we are successfully growing over 70 varieties of wine um, wow. within our essentially 70 mile radius. <laughs> it's like um, every mile there's a new, new uh, you know, varietal. Yeah, actually, that's that's totally correct because of our valley and um, the confluence of the rivers and and our our uh, mountain rain shadow effect that we have from the ocean. We are really fortunate to have a plethora of microclimates within our small valley, which is really what allows us to grow so many different options in the wine world. Um, and the other piece is that we have the largest diurnal temperature swing in the world, um, and so that really is the kind of the crown to what makes this work. And for anyone who don't knows, doesn't know what diurnal temperature swing means, it just means the difference between the temperature and from day to night. Mm -hmm. And I think that's neat because, you know, going up through that area, if you go from the coastal area of Northern California, you're kind of hitting the Redwood region and then you go up through your area and it changes and it's, mm -hmm. you, can, you almost can have like a dry climate too. Oh yeah, we're sunny. We're sunny and warm. Um, you know, a lot of people think of Oregon as kind of rainy, like our neighbors to the north. You know, the northern part of Oregon definitely gets a, a fair share of rain. Um, we have over 200 days of sun, and but we have a, a, an enough enough rain for a lot of our vineyards to dry farm, which is which is awesome. Um, nice. And also another component to, you know, kind of the the essence of our land stewardship here in Southern Oregon. We're very passionate about taking care of our vineyards and our farms um, for the future and for the present. So another nomination wine enthusiasts had was Troon Vineyard. So I don't know if you saw that, but um, oh. they were nominated for best winery in the world um, right here in the Rogue Valley. And they're located in the Applegate, which is a subset of the Rogue. Um, but they're only one of two vineyards in the world that is certified regenerative which is huge, um, but just kind of gives a quick picture into, you know, what the, what the passion and lanes are here in the Valley in terms of farming. Go back to regenerative so that we can understand that. Cause we hear that in tourism talk. Um, yeah. I know. We don't hear that word. often in, in wine. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. And it is a good word. I know I've been noticing it in tourism a lot too. And it's great. Really regenerative is that next step. You hear a lot about sustainability. Then you hear a lot about organic, right? Regenerative is that next step. It's not just about um, making your your farming practices sustainable, and then which means um, you know not harming the earth. And then organic essentially is meaning that you're not using any pesticides or chemicals. Regenerative takes both of those things and adds on a third layer of not only making it so that you're not harming the earth and you're not adding chemicals, but you're actually giving back to the earth. Really so you're cool. actually creating a better situation than what you started with for the future of that land and whatever community is farming it. Do you have biodynamic wineries? 
Yes. Yep. We also have biodynamic. Wow. Um, and it's, I would I would venture to say probably at least 90% of the vineyards here are practicing some level of sustainability, organic, biodynamic, or regenerative, mm. um, whether they're certified or not. And mm. the certifications, really the roadblock there is, is usually financial, right? So a lot of these farmers are doing all of the things they need to do, but they're just not certified. And usually okay. the, farmer, the farmers don't care usually. <laughs> well, you know, I want to just say that this is airing on Valentine's Day. So talking wine is really good. Mm. But I want to just, you know, I know, TJ, we're getting to you because you're going to talk sports. But I want to talk about wine and food and then we can go work it off with you. OK, yeah. but I'm really never <laughs> like going to work it off. No, but let's talk about wine, because as I recall, getting like cheese and chocolate to go with the wine and a good meal in the Rogue Valley and in Medford is not a very hard thing to do. It's not at all. No, we are known for um, our farm to fork cuisine, if you will. I've kind of started calling it cascade cuisine because it really is just kind of the way of the West in the in a, in a way we're very um, locally sourced food scene. Right. Um, we have a plethora of restaurants, eateries, food trucks. Um, but furthermore, we have actual producers here in the Valley, like the Rogue Creamery, where we've received best cheese in the world um, twice now. Which what is, is this? Every time I bring something up, well, we won this award. Like, what's going on? It's crazy, on here? right? I mean, for them to get it again, everyone was like, "Whoa, this is wild!" That's awesome. Um, and then, of course, you know, we're home to Harry and David, um, which is a worldwide brand, and they, they, you know, they span the the shopping list, if you will. Um, but we're the first to produce commies pears outside of France, so that was kind of their claim to fame in the early 1900s. Um, but now they they have orchards and vineyards and. Um, lots of different farms around the valley where they source all their fruit and produce from. Um, we also have recently nominated, I believe there's been two nominations of chefs for um, best chef in the nation, I think it is, that they're going up for. Um, one you know is, you're going to win something. I, I'm I hoping just... so. It'll be really exciting. Um, and Medford actually just got a new restaurant called Decant, um, which is a four-star restaurant uh, run by a Michelin family and and absolutely superb. So if you're in town, you got to go there next because it's really good. And if you didn't get your significant other anything for Valentine's Day, Harry and David is a good idea. Yeah, they send, the, send the greatest gift baskets with. Yeah, yeah. You can customize I'm sorry it. I'm late. And, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, doesn't matter oh, yeah. for any day. All the, any day, honestly. And, and the we, same don't, with, we don't need Valentine's Day to be like, no, I want or have good food. I want wine and chocolate every day. I'm so. I'm a hundred percent with you. That and cheese. I, I, <laughs> and cheese is good. Cheese is yeah. good. But and I noticed that Rogue Creamery is doing boxes right now too. So you can actually send the world's best cheese across the nation to your loved ones if oh. you want. I like this. I like this. So TJ, um, Crater Lake. We went to Crater Lake. Um, it was still really cold. It was in June. We went from the Sun River side there and um, did all these like Klamath Falls area. And I'm like, but you guys are right here. You're right there, you know, on the map. But I couldn't believe like you still had snow in June out there. And then I'm going, okay, but people do go out and hike down in the down in the water area. So can you kayak in there? I know you have rivers and things, right, for people, uh, for people to kayak. So where, I mean, would you go in the lake itself? Because it's, isn't it deep? It's actually the deepest lake in the country. I'm um, not kayaking in it then, because you know it's going to happen. I'm going down. It's all that chocolate and cheese. Yeah, you'll think with all that chocolate, cheese, and wine that you're going to be 
drinking from our valley. No, but uh, Treasure Lake, uh, you know, that's the only national park, you know, in the state of Oregon, and that anchors our valley to the north. So uh, that's one of our claim to fames. You know, Medford is the gateway to uh, Crater Lake, you know, up there. And uh, it's it's a fantastic place to go any time of year, really. Um, but yeah, there's a little uh, hangover uh, of some snow uh, early in the summer, but that really gives it that that special blue color that Beautiful. can't be duplicated uh, anywhere else in the world. Literally. I believe and it. They, they made a crayon after that color. Okay. Really? Crayola made a Crater Lake color because it's, it's the only place in the world that that color exists. Well, I think Toyota better do a Crater Lake car then because we got what to come with Sequoia. Idea. I'm just saying. Okay, or Subaru. And to answer your question Ooh, really yeah. quick, there is one access to the lake um, that you can hike down and you can swim in the lake if you brave the cold um, of the water because it is very cold. Um, but we, you can't, to protect the lake and the species in it, you can't put any. Um, uh, boats or rafts or floaties or anything like that. And okay. they have one boat um, that's certified that you can take to Wizard Island and it's the, the national park runs it. Yeah, that island's cool. I was just like, I want to go there. I could put my house there. You know, yeah, that's okay. my dream house. You know, I've seen you guys with all these photos of kayaking and hiking and waterfalls. So TJ, and before we get to the actual athletic sports for all of us outdoor people, give us kind of an overview of what we can do in regards to that because doesn't that kind of start for you in spring or is it year-round we have year-round outdoor recreation i mean we talked actually talked a lot about wine but you know our agritourism and wine is is just as important as our outdoor recreation um but they go really hand in hand because you can enjoy the outdoors and enjoy doing some uh, activities earlier in the day uh and then you know kind of end the day with that wine and cheese and chocolates and some of that those uh specialty items like we talked about too so um yeah outdoor recreation I mean, hiking is so big here we have hundreds of miles of trails you know we have, we have a lot of different parks to enjoy um you know you talked about getting into sports as well but um you know our sports world kind of goes for that traditional athletics like we'll probably talk about mm -hmm. later but also the non-traditional such as hiking and running and and kayaking and we're to really enjoy that you know we have you know, a, a great river in the Rogue River. That's, um, you know, a section of that is uh, one of the greatest whitewater areas um, and is being considered for the 2028 Summer Olympic Games for the Whitewater Center, just to wow. the in, in Gold Hill. So if you talk about outdoor recreation and what, what we have here, uh, it really is endless. I mean, it, we have all possibilities that you want, that you can imagine for outdoor recreation you can enjoy right here in Medford in the Rogue Valley. When you talk about, you know, the whitewater rafting and, and, you know, I know like California and a lot of the West, in fact, everywhere we have been, that's why, excuse me for my cough. I've gone through every kind of weather you can imagine. And, you know, I need, I need to come dry out in your land, but mm -hmm. I was wondering if, uh, and during the winter, did you get all of that rain and are you going to get a bigger whitewater rafting season this year, or is it uh, normal as, as usual? I think we're about that, that normal usual level. Um, <laughs> For right now, uh, you know, I think that because the river does flow from uh, all the way up, I believe from Crater Lake, uh, that, you know, that we'll get that snow melt and we'll get everything coming down as we usually do. But, you know, whitewater rafting, there's a lot of different guides along that river that you can choose from um, and, and a lot of different levels of expertise. But also on the Rogue River, we have our Rogue Jet Boats, you know, and they take you right on the Rogue River and it's an educational tour. They, they'll spin you around in some 360s Right, oh, cool. the, uh, right at the base of our, our famous uh, famed Table Rocks, you know, our Table Rock plateaus that we have. 
and that goes right there um, from Tuville State Park. Unprecedented views of Table Rock on that on that tour. Yeah, okay. unprecedented. And and educational tours too. They don't only talk about uh, what's going on, but also the land. And, and you know, we're trying to be stewards of, of our resources and our our land here nice. to be uh, really really strong and and that regenerative tourism and making sure that we're we're just smart. Um, in that ecosystem. So by them uh, sharing a lot of the educational aspects on the tours, a lot of people that go on their visitors, even residents who can learn a lot about their own backyard and what they're experiencing and what they're seeing as far as uh, animal life and plant life and everything else uh, going down there as well. And so that to, means you get to run by a couple famous people's houses too. And they point. Uh -huh. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I want the scandal. <laughs> Come on, tell me who. <laughs> well, one one main one that most everyone knows is Jim Belushi's right there on the river. So you run by oh. his house and he's usually outside and he'll wave. And um, and there's quite a few others that that have. Um, well, hey, the Belushi's used to be in my backyard and Julie in San Diego up in the mountains, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, they used to come up and and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that was some nice history. We, we had fun up in the mountains. But, um, you know, when you think about all of this outdoor recreation, and then the sports side, which we're going to get to, are you more of a family destination? It seems like you've got a little bit for everyone, like the foodies and the people wanting to come for wine, the outdoors. But for families, it's got to be quite the, a good spot. Yeah, I, I'd like to say we're a destination for everyone. Um, we're, a, we're a playground for all personalities <laughs> um, is, what, is what we have here. So uh, families, absolutely, you know, with, and we'll get into sports later, but outdoor recreation with, with our mountain biking trails and, and our, our hiking trails, you know, for all ages and skill levels. And then same thing with the zip, like, you know, we have our Rogue Valley zip line in Gold Hill just right next to, right next to Medford. And, you know, you have all ages going down there at the zip line as well. And and Rogue Jet Boats is a great family-friendly environment. Even in the summer, they hold summer concert series where they have a floating stage out at Discovery Park, which is the park that they take you to as like a midpoint stop for the day um, along with their tour. So they have bands playing out there as a summer concert series and there's kayaks and stuff to rent and, and uh, paddle boats and uh, music playing. There's a playground out there. So it really is for all ages when you get to go out there at Discovery Park as part of that Rogue Jet Boat tour. So like I said, zip line, uh, jet boats, a lot of different activities. And um, even if you don't take a tour and go down that road, uh, you know, a lot of different, you know, we have our Greenway, which is, you know, going alongside Bear Creek and that connects all of our communities in the Rogue Valley. And, you know, our Rogue Marathon, which is the Boston Qualifier Marathon, you know, runs alongside that Greenway. And uh, it, it can be a beautiful um, in the spring and the, and the summer too, and to be along that, along that pathway. And so you, you really can find and anything that you want to do for outdoor recreation, you can find pretty much uh, year round, except for you can't do much snow in the summer, but you can pretty much find those activities at any point in Medford. I don't think any of us want any more snow. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and I also want to thread back to to the wine because you know me, um, but it is a, a unique standing out point for the region that we are a, a family friendly wine region and that's not totally normal, right? Um, we have all of our wineries, the majority of our wineries are very family friendly to the point of they have you know, accommodating items for children. They have playgrounds, they have playhouses, et cetera. Um, wow. It's a very, opens the door a bit, right, to, to the wine weekend where it doesn't have to just be a couple's weekend or a girl's weekend. Um, it can be a family trip and, and you can go and enjoy those uh, tasting rooms and bring your kids and that's totally fine. Um, and then I always do like to mention that we do also have the largest uh, children's museum in Oregon, um, in downtown Medford. 
wow, that is really cool. So it's got to be quality of life to live there. All these oh. things that for us visitors, but it starts with the community itself, enjoying all of these resources. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, TJ can touch on that too, but that's something I'm super passionate about. Um, you know, I, I've had the privilege of living all over the world and I wouldn't want to live anywhere but here. And I think that, you know, making sure that we're growing in tandem with our community and, and the way that our community wants to grow is really, really critical. Um, and the other piece to that is I truly believe that when you visit somewhere, that's when you're able to fall in love with something, when you experience it. And when you fall in love with something, you respect it, right? And then when you respect something, you'll protect it. Um, and that's kind of the t life cycle that we like to promote. And a lot of times that ends up with people moving here. Um, they start visiting and then they want to live here. So mm. and welcome everyone. Uh, yeah. How big are you? Like in regards to a number of people and I mean, I understand the 70 miles, but what do you think? Like, yeah. So I don't know it's about... Yeah. I think we're in the 85 to 90,000 range for population within proper, but the whole Rogue Valley is anywhere from about 250 to 280,000 people. So all of our surrounding communities in that region, like Ashley pointed out uh, for, for that uh, that section. So we're, you know, Medford proper is right in the heart of the Rogue Valley, um, which is why we're called part of the Rogue. Um, and we're about 85 to 90, and then the whole metro area is about 250 to 280, give or take. Wow. That's nice though. That's a nice balance, you know. And it's and like great. I said, going going back and to that quality of life. Traffic, we're we're your place because I'm coming. I'm coming. You know that, I'm coming if back. I have to wait longer than like three seconds, I'm like, what is happening? And that's just <laughs> oh more time. And that's just more time to go enjoy all the outdoor recreation and wine and everything else that here instead of sitting in traffic waiting to get there. So uh, no. that's a specialty that we have. So let's talk about sports because I see behind you. Uh, for those of you listening, go to, uh, you know, go to the website because then you can see everything we're talking about. And that is travelmedford.org. But you've got this big stadium. What's going on? Is it baseball, football, soccer? What's happening? Yeah. So what you see behind me is a uh, is a confluence of a bunch of fields, um, you know, for baseball, softball, uh, soccer, uh, football. Um, but that's our lithia and driveway fields. It's a 15 field um, park that's, uh, you know, a lot of turf turf fields, uh, lighted fields that we were able to hold a lot of, uh, you know, tournaments and a lot of games pretty much every weekend is, is booked out there. And wow. it's been, cause I remember this is pretty new. This is yeah, pretty well, new. Yeah. And, and it's been around and they, the city mm -hmm. does a great job of, of keeping it up and making sure it is a state of the art, uh, park and facility. Um, it's one of our, our key attractions in sports tourism and, Sports tourism is, is so big for us, uh, you know, because we're located right between, you know, Seattle and San Francisco and, and um, you know, on, on I-5. And we have the, the international mm -hmm. airport here from Medford, so it's really easy to get here. So a lot of people come here, but sports tourism is so so key for us. And we have the venues uh, like the one behind me that I'm talking about that because we have such a diverse uh amount of venues from traditional yeah. sports like baseball, soccer, football, um, and softball uh, to the non-traditional sports like we talked about with the hiking trails and the biking trails and the whitewater rafting that we uh, really trying to capitalize on this. And we actually went through a, a sports branding process, as you can see be behind me, mm -hmm. uh, your sport ground in the corner. Um, we actually created a word um, as like a playground and a sports playground to call it call ourselves your sport ground uh, where the west coast plays because uh, we just needed to have an identity uh, to mm. give ourselves in that sports that sports and recreation realm and because of our diverse 
amount of uh, of venues. Just like I said, from traditional to non-traditional sports, um, you really can choose any sport that you want to play, even if it's archery, even if it's uh, paragliding, you know, hang gliding. We have one of the, the world's best mountains for that in Woodrat Mountain, just a few miles away. So, you know, that you the go nationals all the way were there. just there, right? The paragliding nationals were just held there. Yeah. Wow. Well, what about foot golf and and disc golf and all of that? Because I know like golf courses have changed up. Do you have that too? Yep. Yep. We definitely have that. And um, we actually have a a brand new $65 million facility being built right now. That's going to be open to the public in December um, called uh, Rogue X or Rogue Credit Union Community Complex. And that's going to have eight full-size indoor basketball courts that can be used for pickleball and volleyball and and trade shows and then there's also three swimming pools including a, an olympic size wow. lane pool for for swimming competitive swimming events water polo and then also a recreational pool and a, a splash pad seasonal splash pad for kids outside that you know just that indoor space alone is something that we were missing um, and the city and a lot of different organizations, such as the Chamber of Commerce and Travel Medford and mm-hmm. a lot of other different organizations really came together for that collaboration to, to make that project uh, come to fruition. And um, But that that one open space of those eight full-size basketball courts is uh, 78,000 square feet in wow. one room. Uh, obviously, it can be partitioned off, you know, by each court, but uh, I was in there last week and it was uh, massive uh, and they're still constructing it but uh, it's pretty incredible to see and that's the one thing that we were missing was having that indoor space for that winter season and sh- that shoulder season for tourism as you can see behind me i have all those outdoor fields and, and that's been great for us for the last 15 years since it opened um, but uh, that indoor space for us is, is going to be so key in, in attracting some other sports and, and some new families that might not have uh, come here for the outdoor sports that 365. Yeah. That's amazing when you think also pickleball. Mm. I mean, everybody kind of thought that was, you know, for your your grandmas and and, and grandpas. And it seems like pickleboard, uh, pickleboard, pickleball is like taking over the country. It's kind of like the newer thing. It's, I don't know, we finally learned how to play cornhole. That's our new sport. See, that to me, that goes. They're both huge. And wine. They go well with wine. I'm just (laughs) saying. Cornhole and wine went well, um, but you know. Speaking also, of, like speaking of cornhole, you know, and, and we actually just held our uh, national cornhole tournament here. We hosted last week. Um, this no is our way. first time holding it. It was with the American Cornhole Organization. They held their Oregon major. No way! They have an association. Oh you know, yeah, it's been. I thought girl. this was just yes. a wine, wine and throw. Oh like no. A, this no, is the, they've been around since 2005, and this is the first no time they've held one of their major events in, in Oregon ever. So we actually held them in Medford last weekend, and they had uh, almost 150 participants and registrants for this and, and from 13 different states here, uh, co- coming from all over, from you know Kentucky, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, uh, Georgia, Virginia, Missouri, you know, no Idaho, way. California. So it, it was it was pretty neat to see. Um, uh, the community get behind it and then feel welcome to come here for that. But we did host our the first Oregon major cornhole tournament. And they're actually coming back for the next two years uh, at that Rogue X facility that we were talking about to do it a lot bigger. So it, we have a, a three-year contract to try and bring them here. And I think they were pretty happy with how much they felt welcome in our community because that, we just have a welcoming atmosphere and it kind of fits with our vibe of uh, relaxed. Yeah. Uh, you know, relaxed vibe and let's play some, let's play some cornhole and 
have an adult beverage and, and just have some fun. And um, that, that's kind of kind of who we are in our valley. And uh, Cornhole just fits with that. But for them to come back and have a great time and know that they're excited to come back and that they're going to bring more people uh, is great. You know, you hear a lot of people that came out extra a few days early to see Crater Lake. You know, people from Indiana had never been out to Oregon before and they wanted to go spend a full day at Crater Lake. They came out on Tuesday when the tournament didn't start till Friday to really mm. see everything in the valley. And that's what that's what uh, that's what we like to hear. But they also leave saying we're coming out earlier next year with our full families to make sure that we really get the full experience. I that's love that you say that. About they the always say I had no idea. That's what they always say. I had no idea. I had exactly. No idea. You know, because, yeah, you are different than the rest of the state, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole state is beautiful, personally. But mm -hmm. going back to those extra days and, and new terms, there's a new term I really don't like. Pleasure or bleasure, however you want to say it. I don't, you know, I just don't like it. That's just my own personal thing. <laughs> I've never heard it. I've actually it's never about heard business it. and leisure put together. Because, or leisure, however, you know, okay, you want to say right. it. I know, I just, it, it just sounds... <laughs> I prefer cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> but um it's it's really about people traveling and then adding on those couple days. So it seems like <clears throat> excuse me, am I coughing again? That you guys are perfect for that. For people if that want to go and hike and then at the same time maybe work remotely, go to a conference. Do you see more of the business expos and things like that coming from these facilities? Yeah, I think with Rogue X, that's really going to give us the opportunity for that state-of-the-art indoor space to be able to do that. And, you know, we, while we do have the facilities and the venues like we talked about, what's really gives us a great uh, reputation, excuse me, <clears throat> great reputation is that there's so much to do while you're not playing. You know, I think that that's what yeah. really makes the vacation out of it. You know, a lot of the term that you just talked about, pleasure, but um, another term is uh, tourniquations, right? You know, so that's kind of the term. In, I like the, that better. Yeah. <laughs> I like so that, yeah. A lot of families are combining their their vacations with their children's sports tournaments to, to label the phrase of tourniquations. And that's what we have because there's so much downtime between games and tournaments and everything else that 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 fits right with with what we have going on because there's so much to do in the valley for all ages um that you know you have a variety of things to do within an hour's drive of medford and the road valley that uh, being able to have that opportunity you really get to experience so much more than just going there for a tournament or a game or or just hiking or something else too you can really see the full spectrum of what uh, our area has to offer one thing too that i've noticed as we travel is that uh, mountain biking has become bigger and bigger. Do you have any uh, mountain biking trails um, or is it mostly hiking? The best one's right behind you in your photo. Oh. <laughs> Lisa, that's Roxy cool. Peak. Well, um, I'm not doing the mountain biking, I'll fall off, but yeah. Know. but that's a great visual that you have behind you. That's Roxy <laughs> Peak. That's actually a dormant volcano. Um, oh, wow. Well. You're gonna mountain bike through a volcano, why not? Right, it's, well, it is It is dormant, <laughs> but kind of a fun fact. Um, but there's, there's over, um, oh gosh, I don't even know the number. It's an immense amount of biking, uh, mountain biking trails and hiking trails that go up that mountain um and then the views from the top are are incredible um but there's a ton of other mountain biking I, tj can probably touch on that but i was just like oh i'm looking at one right behind you <laughs> yeah prescott park where roxy and peak that's the peak behind you like ashley was talking about has a lot there um we, we have we have so much like so much land you know an outdoor outdoor space out here and you know wide open spaces and 
and beautiful you know trees and, and mountains that but we also have mount ashland to the south of us and um there's a lot of great mountain biking down at mount ashland that's that you know at the south end of our rogue valley um you know we do have a, a ski park up there uh, of mount ashland and and uh, in the summertime, there's opportunities for mountain biking as well in in the ski park up there too. So that real our whole our whole area, um, you can speak to any any type of recreation that you're looking for. Even and fishing. Then, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I have to bring that up. I mean, I, I don't fish either, you know, but other people do, and a lot of our audience definitely goes fishing, and they're always like, just because you fish, you don't. That doesn't mean you don't ask those questions. So I'm being good. Good. Well, there people come from all over the nation to fish the Rogue River. Um, and TJ oh, mentioned okay. earlier, it, the source uh, is Boundary Springs, and it's just to the east of Crater Lake. But it runs 216 miles all the way to the coast um, and out into the Pacific. So the opportunities of recreation on, on the Rogue are immense, and fishing is a huge one. My husband's favorite is there's a tour here called Cast and Blast, and you can actually um, go fishing and duck hunting at the same time. <laughs> Uh, so lots going on. I mean, you guys, it's, it, I, can I bring up anything? And then you'll say, oh, no, we don't have that. I don't think we've hit that yet. It's not Pretty happening. Not, not an outdoor wreck, which is what, you know, just underlining TJ's sentiment around this, your sport ground um, and, you know, where West Coast plays. And I always like to make that reference of we are not only are we the heart of the road, but we are centrally located mm. on the West Coast. We're smack yeah. dab in the middle from north to south. So with the, the I-5 running straight through and then, of course, the airport, we're so accessible. Mm. Do you have so direct flights from any of the major cities? Oh yeah, we've got 12 direct flights um, with the, you know, the West Coast being totally covered. So LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, um, oh, but Denver. 12 total. Yeah. Denver yeah. Well. Oh, Denver. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the other part is lodging. Everybody always wants to know, okay, is there a bed and breakfast? Are there vacation rentals? Are there brand hotels? What, what are we looking at? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I think we our next campaign is there's no no and and we don't have the word no in our vocabulary. Okay, so what about what about winery stays? I'm I'm trying. Yeah, I'm going yeah that's up and coming. Um, oh I think, man, I come think on. There's about seven wineries now that have on property stays in the Rogue Valley. Um, we also have the first uh, Compass by Margaritaville on the West Coast that just opened in June of last year, I believe it was June so or now July. Now we have margaritas. We have margaritas. We oh, have oh, our okay. restaurant. Yep. We've okay, got do you have a cocktail bars? Bar and grill. Bars it's... that will make us like a really good cocktail. Yes. Oh my gosh. Of course. We, what did, well, I'm just, I'm trying to go for the no. Like, yes, I, I need a bell. What did, what did Immortal Spirits just get? They got top distillery in the nation or top 10 distillery. In oh, the you nation. have distilleries. What about breweries? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's no no. There's no no's. There's no no's. Really? Oh my the gosh. only thing that this valley can't do is citrus. We can't grow <laughs> citrus, and that's it. <laughs> but we don't care because you have wine and you have berries. I know you have berries, right? Oh, we have berries galore. We're the we're the the birthplace of Marion berries. Um, but I, I always think I always mention that because I'm like a big citrus person, and I'm like the one thing I can't have is a lemon tree. But that's oh, it. But but yeah. you know because what? we have a real winter and we have Listen, and we have a mountain. delicious delicious mountain huckleberries as well that you can pick while you're hiking Ooh. around and Ooh. one of my favorite things to do when I go backpacking and and be able to pick out those 
just huckleberries and eat them just right on the spot. But you know, mm-hmm. to what you're saying about you know the lodging, you know, with, with the first you know Margaritaville, the Compass Ho- Compass Hotel by Margaritaville um, on the West Coast. But you know, we also have bed and breakfast, you know, in a down in in a historic district, you know, with our Lady Geneva awesome. bed and breakfast. And then you know, we've had actually two new hotels open up in the last what seven months. And another one gonna be opening up uh, in the next year, uh, 15 months or so. So there's a lot of growth, and we and we've yeah. had seen a huge increase in in uh, short-term vacation rentals with Airbnb and Verbo as well. That um, you really can get a good variety of what you're looking for uh, from uh, large flagship uh, hotels to a lot more smaller and, and intimate um, lodging facilities like Lady Geneva Ben Breakfast, but. You know, so anywhere. I'm glad you bring up bed and breakfast because they always get to get left off the conversation. And -hmm. I think they add such a personal touch to a stay. And it's like they're a lot of them are historic and they're preserving some history. You know, it's just it's and they're so passionate. And Mm -hmm. like at Lady Geneva, I mean, they're they're. chef is incredible i mean what they provide you in terms of breakfast is five star i mean it's it's incredible we also have like tj was mentioning independent hotels that are family owned and operated awesome um rogue regency has been uh for a long time been the largest independent hotel and full service and one of the only full service hotels for a long time now we have a couple others but um they are a long time local family um, that built that hotel in the 1980s and it, they have a comedy club on Friday nights, year-round oh, cool. pool, restaurant, um, sports bar. They even have like lottery in the back, which is really fun with pool tables. Um, and, cool. and they have huge, uh, I don't know if you can call them jacuzzi suites or hot tub suites. I think you have to call them hot tub suites now. Um, but like they used to build them where they're, they're huge and expansive and the tubs fit like eight people. And it's very cool. Wow. Okay. So there's no no in Medford, everybody. There's no no in Medford. That's our next marketing campaign. Yeah. Okay. There's no no in Medford. Just go. There's yeah. No there's no no. Just go. Just there's go. No. I like go. it. Yeah. I like it. Well, awesome, everybody. Uh, go to travelmedford.org. Again, uh, we're here every second Tuesday with the International Food One Travel Writers Association. They do a good, awesome job with all these destinations we get to chat with. I know. And, you know, it's luckily we get to wonderful. go to a lot of them. And yeah. I want to thank IFTWA for having us. And we love being members of IFTWA. And um, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Lisa. And oh, you guys can't too. wait for you to come back. Um, yes. Because I didn't see you when you came through last time. So next time. I know, we'll do it. We, we'll, we'll, you know what? We have more time this time on our way up. We're kind of road tripping through. Oh, and good. So we want wine. That's all okay. I'm saying. So We want wine and, and cheese. Maybe Sold. some chocolate. But, yes. you know. But don't don't put me on. I'll play cornhole. But there's no cycling happening. There's no stand-up paddleboard. I will try kayaking, but I will go in a circle. Just telling I, you. I am with you. I will sit so, sport. I'm a sit sport person. <laughs> my sport is Kayak, raising a glass. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And as soon as you talked about cocktails, my cough went away. See? I know. You guys See, have got it going on. The other thing, oh, I will be active in sport with with uh, uh, axe throwing. Oh, do you have that too? We have axe throwing and that's fun. And it actually is a workout. I think axe throwing is a, is a mandatory thing. If you're frustrated with work and instead of quitting your job, like the big giant walkout of work, go throw some axes and then go have some wine and it'll all be good. So you'll just have to go to Medford and then you'll, everyone can calm down. 
So you Sounds let me know good. when you're in town next and we're doing wine and axes. <laughs> oh, that's really dangerous. And you got to watch out for Nancy. Nancy okay, well. <laughs> is really one of those people like he darts with her. She gets a bullseye. And uh -huh. then her other dart will go in the in the like little wingy thing of the of the other dart <laughs> in the bullseye and then another one. Look mm. at like a triple and like she she darts the darts. That's how I am yeah. when I throw in softball. It's either right oh, on boy. or way off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Has nothing to do with wine. But anyway, yeah. all right. Well, guys, you take care and happy season to you guys. I know spring is coming up. Have a wonderful spring, summer, and fall and winter because you've got something to do every season. So mm -hmm. take care and enjoy those sports. And here's to Cornhole. Who knew? That's right. Hey, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you so much. We enjoyed it. Thanks, TJ.